On this episode of the Cheat Coders Podcast, we discuss the importance of mainstream acts in providing a segue to the music genre. We also talk about teens getting drunk on tampon juice, the first artificial intelligence news anchor, and a tribe killing a man crossing their borders. Now let's start the show. Hello, he's the rapper, I'm the videographer, and this is another episode of The Cheat Coders. As you may notice... I haven't had that intro <laughs> yeah, in a long time. We haven't time. had um, that intro in a long, long time because we've um, tried to rebrand, but this episode is special because Don is not here. That sounds bad. <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds bad. Don's not here. Don Yay. is busy doing his thing in the Philippines. So it's just me and Nats. Mm. Like old school times. Like old times. Like old times. Like the first 30 episodes of this podcast. And you know what? It's, you, know, you know God works in mysterious ways. You know what next week is? What? Because I looked at your SoundCloud and you uploaded the very first episode on December 2nd. 2017 no wait so it's been a year since we've been doing or almost a year yeah. it'll be a year next week next week will be a this, this um this, is is done back next week i hope so we so we get to celebrate our birthday with everyone here with don yeah yeah hey maybe we should do a special and bring like old guests like a royal rumble oh, we could use my phone and call them up and connect it to the yeah. Oh, and spe- oh. Let's just 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 prank call the shit out of everyone. All right, so all the people who oh, but now they're gonna guests, know because you're gonna release this and they're gonna they're gonna be expecting a call. Oh now. well, it, they'll they'll test their like um if they actually ah, listen to the loyalty. podcast. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So this I'm I'm gonna call this episode <laughs> taking it back because mm. there's a lot of things going on that's happened this um this weekend. Uh, Don is in the Philippines, couldn't make it. You're in Barcelona and made it. Made it. So sucked in, Don. Um, but <laughs> I have just. And Raf is back from Jervis Bay. I just came Bay. back from Jervis Bay. So I have been not prepared for this Classic. episode. And you're not prepared for this episode. And you're, and you're usually the driver of preparedness. Yeah. So this literally is paying homage to our original podcast formula which is go, go in, in and see, and where, see it where it goes. And, and I think, no, no, look, pre-warning, you're probably not going to enjoy this episode if you don't know us. Yeah. But you might you might feel like our angle before was if you listen to these podcasts but you don't know us, it's like being that guy on a train overhearing conversations. a random conversation. Yeah. That's what our angle was, but realized that didn't really work. But, you know. I do apologize to the new right. audience that um, we've received from the past guests, especially last episode. Um, this is just going to be completely different. <laughs> this no is structure. This is well, be we do have somewhat structure. Structure. We have we'll some have a structure. articles, right? I do we still, have. Well, we do have our main topic, which we haven't, we haven't, we haven't actually decided on the main topic. So we're going to see where it goes. Like old times. Yes. And I, ha- I haven't read up news. the articles, so I'm just going to read the headlines and Done. we'll just go from there. Okay. So let's start with I'm the ready. news. Let me just um, remind everyone, we've got a soundboard. And we'll just kick it back to the news. So the Old first school. news, the article reads, 
See how unprepared I am? I'm still trying to find an article. The article reads, Teens are reportedly using boiled tampon juice to get drunk. So, with that headline, <laughs> what do you think? Do tampons have alcohol in them? I'm, I'm, I don't know where they're getting the juices from. I'm, I'm guessing they're boiling the they tampon. They're them? boiling the tampon and turning it into a liquid. You know how, like you but say, liquid, you can boil. That sounds dangerous, like poisonous. Oh, um, I don't to think get it's drunk plastic. Or to it get could, high. It's plastic. It could be dangerous, but maybe this is because it's um, this is us being guys not knowing what tampons are made of, yeah, but it's yeah, more yeah. of a styrofoam. <laughs> I don't really know what, it, what it's made of. It's more of a cotton. Yeah, yeah. it looks like a bullet. Right. Yeah, it, it, it like it's a bullet. a bullet. It looks like a mouse in the shape of a bullet. A mouse. Yeah, because of the tail, or like the a little, little string. That's the tail. Um, I really <laughs> apologize to our new audience. We had such a good conversation last week, but this week we're going to um take it back <laughs> a few years. I, I don't know why. Um, I feel like kids are using any means to get high. Yeah, definitely. Like they'll they'll find anything new to you know. We're coming from a world where the internet is existing, and they're trying to find new ways to stand out and get headlines like this, so they could get mm. drunk in a unique. This way. is a question: is is because it's not a um, it's not registered as a drug, or it's not alcohol. You know, you can't purchase it. Does that make it legal to be drinking or sniffing? Boiled tampons. There's got to be some question I raise. Prevent it. All right. So what were you thinking? No, because like I'm just trying to think where it fits in the world. Because I went to a random rave. Okay. On Thursday. Let me. I got the article up a little bit. I'll read the middle. I've been skimming through it. It says in a okay. recent report by the New York Post, it has been revealed that a number of teens in Indonesia have been collecting tampons Indonesia. and menstrual pads for the purpose of repurposing them to act as cheap substitutes to alcohol and party drugs. Some of the fe oh. feminine hygiene products used by the group have already been worn by menstruating women. Okay, the oh, teens yeah. are said to oh, wow. achieve a feeling of ecstasy. After a mixture derived boiling the feminine hygiene products, allowing them cool. Oh, that's what it said. I it's think that was a typo. But they're actually used. Yeah, that's that's pretty nasty. That's nasty, bro. But I, I asked this because after this rave I went to on Thursday, long story short, there's these dudes with gas canisters and they're blowing them into balloons. And they are this party drug type thing. But the thing is, they're doing it right next to security guards. So obviously, security can't do anything about it. And they're just selling them for like, I don't know, it's two, five pounds for a balloon. And then while I'm walking like to the exit, like to get to the station, all these kids and stuff, they're just sitting around just inhaling the gas and getting high. And I'm just like thinking like, like mind me, like I'm a bit old. I don't know what this is. I was like, what? What is this? And then, yeah, someone told me, it's like, oh, yeah, you, you get high from this gas. I'm like is that legal and obviously like they're doing it right next to security whereas usually like traditional recreational drugs you'd get you know done yeah if you i can understand that but this gas is selling them in front yeah well there's a loophole because like i don't think it's like classed as a drug then 
So would that be the case here? Like you're going to see random tampon dealers? <laughs> like, Innovate. this is legit being sold in the chemist. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not the drug, yeah, but the ingredients. Exactly. Kind of like all most drugs, yeah. you can use stuff you can buy it's from grocery stores and such and just turn it into a drug. But this is in Indonesia, which is a third world country. Therefore, mm. there's a lot of loopholes that could be found and ways to go around things. And do you think if this... Do you think this will set off? Or is this is just a niche thing? Like it's a... Um, like escargot in um, France. It's like a delicacy type of drug. I've never heard of that. But... I have no idea. That's just too random, dude. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> Trying to have an eloquent conversation about this drug (laughs) that will be in the future called tampon juice. The thing that really sets apart is the fact that it's used tampons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's nasty. Well, there's been a lot of things like in the past, like what purple drink, you know, with the cough medicine. There's always something random. So I think it'll come and go. I don't think it'll be like, you know, the next big thing in rave culture or whatever you never know it could it could be a thing because it's it's accessible it's pretty nasty dude it's pretty nasty (laughs) i mean like that's like low grade why would you can't get a u all right let's move on to the next one yeah 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 that's a bit weird weird. all right so the next one is for the first time in television an AI news anchor has been made and debuted in China. So what are your thoughts of the... Have you seen the video of the artificial intelligence that is telling the news on Ch- on Chinese television? I, I don't see the point of it having to be AI. That's another thing. Like, well, why does it have to be AI? It's it, The news is like... Some, yeah, sometimes it's live. Sometimes it's pre-recorded. There's time to edit. Why does it like? Is it gonna go around and like? I think it's a news anchor, so it's basically gonna be. I think in terms of presenting the news, it's just presenting the news. So it's it's more so like in terms of appearance. I think they're trying to make the perfect marketing mascot for news. So they're trying to get control because you can't control how people look and change their looks and everything because there's always going to be imperfection. So this is their way of saying... You know what it reminds me of? That Black Mirror yeah, episode with the purple bear. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So yeah. it's going to be... Yeah. This is good. This is them saying, this is what we want you to see. This is our version of the perfect... I get it as anchor. a marketing ploy. So for like mm. years and years to come, it'll be the same. It's like, that's the news guy because that's what... But I don't know. It'll be efficient if because then um, they could always change it. They could always, and they'll ne- they'll never get a day off, and they don't yeah. they don't have to pay uh, a news anchor. Usually, the news anchor anchor is the face of the news. Therefore, it's they'll just get the face. Paid. Eh? Yeah, yeah. You know what? This is like this is the new digital era of um of getting redundancies. Except obviously now they're targeting like really specialized jobs. It's just like technologies really take. You know, sorry, we're going to go here again. This is like the end of the world again. Because before, computers took jobs, like basic jobs, like computer admin jobs yeah. and 
worker jobs because of the ro robot techniques and the technology. But now, if they're going to start doing these, even jobs with like human type characteristics needed, AI, oh man, oh man. You know, like, do you think there's a possibility that they could eliminate the Hollywood and instead of actors, because they're the highest paid out of everything in media or the film industry. So you cut the highest paid people, which is actors and actresses, and just turn them mm -hmm. into AI. And all you have to do is pay writers to, you know, put in... Because essentially it's the writers, yeah. eh? If the AI can emulate, like, certain expressions to the T, certain acting skills. I don't know, Raph. It's, it's quite a possibility. It is a possibility. Like, it, it'll be like... It'll be completely different than watching, say, Toy Story or um, what you call it, like any Disney movie. Aren't they doing that now? What about the new Star Wars where they like the, the general guy, that galactic general, he's already passed away, but they made him again. Yeah. Even Princess Leia mm. when she was young. I think the difference is, is that up. the AI has a mind of its own so they could, instead of them, um, what you call it, instead of just creating what actions they'll have is that the AI yeah. will act a certain okay. way. Like we give you a, but at the end, scene the AI, I don't know how advanced it is yet. The AI at the, at the end, all it is essentially is tested data from the years. And it's still an algorithm in the end, but like, it's such a complex algorithm with years of data. That's it. That's how it makes its decisions. Cause obviously the brain, you can't compete with the brain. Yeah. That's like, millions of years of like biology and what's the word of yeah but the, i uh, think ai can ev evolution evolution ai can but replicate AI, within it's, it's getting there oh it's replicating in a sense but it's not like i don't think ai ai gets misconfused like it's becoming like a living organism which which it isn't it's it's tested data it's just algorithm but the the fact that We've got so much data to work with and so much advances in technology. It's not far off, right? Like when you get a robot, pretend just a robot in the most basic essence of it. If like you ask a robot um, to do something, I don't know, go like, like back to the news anchor, how it determines to tell what news or what's more important news or how it says it or how it feels about the news. All in all, it's not because it's thinking on its own in a sense of like a biological organism, like because it feels it. What how the AI anchor is going to feel is how have anchors for years and years have dealt and thought and said and presented that idea or that feeling and just calculated to the most mm. um, possible response, how it would react in that situation. And I'm talking data of like, the time it was, the, the things that are happening now, how that robot would feel in that, in that season, in that environment, the people around it, you know, like all of them are still little algorithms combined into one big one. And that's how it makes that split decision, just how our brain would work, but in a biological sense, mm, that's, how we work as a that biological. Is interesting. You know what I mean? Like, do, do you do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I do. It's 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 not alive. At the end, AI, it's it's not a thing. It's like we have this perception because of Hollywood. We just keep thinking, yeah, they're robots and they have a mind of their own. But at the end of the day, even Terminator, 
they just got so advanced at one stage that it just knows what to do now and it can run on its own thing but its pattern is literally just years and years of like data and knowing what to do in that situation because you're just feeding it you're teaching it and that's sort of like the angle i got look i'm no expert i'm just like on a smaller scale because i was working at um at this tech startup at one time and i was it was it was like eye-opening because we were actually making like a something that searches we were making ai um software things and teaching it to learn how to search for certain things and all it does it tests it amongst a set of data that you've given it and then the more you feed it how it should think and it's just like years of trying to perfect and perfect and perfect and that's how you get such um advanced systems like google and facebook like when you search something it knows how to find that like it's not coincidence when we find advertisements of things that we've looked look for it's all just calculated in that way that it can do it in that sense yeah anyway I well i, I think again. this is a this in this case ai could be used in a positive sense in terms of I could see the economical value of it. It's just minimizing just celebrity use or face use, and that saves you a lot of money. And now, yes, it makes the engineers of the AI, the stars, as well as the writers and everything else, all the behind the scenes become the stars and get paid more. Mm. In terms of if if Hollywood mm. goes in this direction, then there'll be no actors or actresses. The, the the stars will be the writers, and the and the developers. So in a sense, all the people that considered are nerds and not popular will be flipped to be the popular ones, because now like the, the AI is well. It's already place. looking like that, eh? Like it's it, that's like the rock star type job now. Like being a software developer and shit. Well, that's what I think. Yeah. Maybe I'm just a geek because I love that shit. I'm just like, yeah. So this is a, this is pretty much Revenge of the Nerds coming to life. Like now, <laughs> the nerds are the popular kids in the block, and now all the popular, good-looking people out there is now obliterated by AI created by the nerds. You guess so. I think this is getting out of hand. <laughs> You need sleep. Dude. Well, moving on to the next one. <laughs> All right, let me just find this. It's really rapid. hard to get here. All right, cool. So the next one is a U.S. man gets killed by a tribe after ignoring a ban on visiting a remote North Sentinel Island, which is located north shore of India. So it's what? Say it again. A so a U.S. man, oh, sorry, uh, an American ignored a ban because there's a particular oh, yeah, yeah. island where you can't, you know, be, be near its shore. And he got killed. And he got killed yeah. because of this island. It's an interesting thing because, like, you've heard of a, these people, right, the tribes that you, like, mm -hmm. in secluded islands. And then once you cross those shores or borders, you got a chance of being killed by an arrow or whatever. And it's, mm. it's interesting to see how the world is much bigger than it is when there's people who are living in these civilized, out of civilization and have their own rules and have their own way of life. And it's not everything is not internet based or social based or what we see as life. Mm -hmm. But um, 
There's no rules. There's no rules, but their rules. Mm-hmm. So it's completely different. Like, like it's like it's different than you going to another country and seeing their culture and everything. It's completely different because if you go to here, yeah. you'll just die, not die, but like they have the right to kill yeah. you, which is crazy. Yeah, well, like you've heard like, of these tribes, right? It's like going to like well, because obviously there's no order in place, and I'm not saying these people are animals in that sense, but. In a sense, like if you go to Africa, like a remote Africa, and you get eaten by a lion, you're not gonna sue the lion or like you know you can't really do anything. Like that's their environment, and because like I said once again, I'm not saying these people are animals, but they have their own order in place. Like that's the way they live. Like you can compare it in that sense. This is how lions live. If you're gonna go into a lion den, then you probably you might get you know you have to face the consequences. So if you go to a tribe and this is their certain way of living and you're an outsider and if they're if they just treat outsiders as like shoot to kill then what can you do though yeah it's it it, it is a lose-lose situation it, it's it's come to a point where you need to be aware of where you're going where wherever you're traveling to, to especially at this age where traveling is a huge thing than what it was years ago you got to know where you're mm. going. You can respect the culture as much as you can because mm. it could literally get mm-hmm. you killed. What are yeah. you going to do when you, you know, cross, go to a boat that crosses the borders of a tribe and an arrow just throws that, you know, climbs into your back? Yeah. What is he going to do? What are you going to do? There's nothing you can do. What is he going to do? So. There's nothing. Yeah. So that's pretty much that. <laughs> There's nothing I can add to it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't put any other that's conspiracy theories or any hot takes about that, but yeah, that's 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 what you can get out of it. Like, just be aware it's of your surroundings is, and where you're going. Exactly. That's All awesome, right. man. That is awesome. Let's move cool. on to the intermission song, which I haven't prepared, <laughs> so I am just gonna try and find one now. <laughs> Are we even gonna release this episode? <laughs> we will release it. Trust. Because I okay, want consistency right. to be key. All right, sweet. Okay. So, is there any song that you would like to play for the intermission? Like any? Um... I had my, well, anything local with our friends. Yeah. Hey, I got an idea. For kicks, why don't we play one of our songs? Oh, from back in the day. Where can we find one? Because <laughs> we always play artists. You know what? I'm just gonna look at your next blazing page. Oh, actually, YouTube. All right, cool, cool. To, YouTube, got, YouTube. Just go to YouTube, man. All right, Spike round Raps circle. Ref and Nats. All right, let's see. Rap. Ooh, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
everything. And that was I Love You Baby by Nets Blazin, Mr. Raff, and MC Tops. <laughs> that was that was actually a dope song, man. No, that that is a good song, man. <laughs> that was 2000- I was I was getting hyped. <laughs> what year was that? Two thousand and five. Dude, I don't know. Two thousand five, six. Yeah. six five, that was more than ten years ago. More than ago, ten bro. years ago. <laughs> our voices have changed so yeah, much. Man. It was so cheesy, so cheesy, so cheesy, and our voices were very high pitch and nasally. That was our thing, and, and I made the that lyrics, thing. So the I sampled, I sampled the song and just looped the line over and over again. Put a beat over it. Yep. Sent and it then, to Nats, and then I took and it and sent it to Tops, and then we recorded this song. Yep, and I I <laughs> claimed it as mine. Yeah. So on, you on YouTube, you it's got at, my name on yeah. <laughs> You can't uh, find the version that's titled with my name and Tops's name on it. It only has Nats Blazing's name. Not even that. It's Nats <laughs> the Panoi Rapper. <laughs> Nats the Panoi Rapper. <laughs> oh, Oops. man. But yeah, that really takes me back to those days, man. Oh, and 100%. Yeah, man. Like I can't believe it's been ten over ten years ago since that song was released. That's pretty much the start of our friendship as well. That song, I am pretty sure it was because it was because I remember um, when we first met. Um, it was my old house, and you came over. Oh no, no, we met like when you just trained it. But that time when Tups drove in the Civic yeah oh no not Civic yeah, like a Toyota Celica and you guys went together and then I think that's when we started recording that song even I think yeah and like I, I recorded a draft of it and then uh, we I recorded the um, version that you hear at Tops's place because he had the equipment and yeah like mm-hmm. back then yeah it, I, I think that song's dope <laughs> It's one of the only verses I've memorized of my own. Yeah, it's kind of whack that the verses, the only verses I remember are like really crap verses, but it's fun, right? It's the simplicity of it and the delivery that 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 stands out, rather than the lyrics. Mm-hmm. When you when you have complicated lyrics, you'll find that it's hard to memorize, unless the flow. And it's is, not memorable. Is, you can't sing along to it. You're just in awe, but like, yeah. Yeah, like I you get, can't get, get a it. hype man to hype it unless they're full. I'm telling you now, these music. some of these songs, some of these songs are classics. Actually, you know, this brings up a really good random topic. Like, all right, I'm just gonna bring this up randomly. Like, you compare like, you know, like Eminem, Fifty Cent, and then Ja Rule. You know, you yeah. you have to admit, like, when they they beefed and that feud came up, like Ja Rule got destroyed. Yeah, he, he died. Yeah, he got killed terms of technicality as rappers eminem kills him he's lyrically like levels beyond he's not even top five jarul you'll never find him in a top five conversation eminem is on everyone's top 10 at least at least years later like it's been what 10 years since the whole you know shady versus murder inc beef 
You can't deny Ja Rule had hits though. Very yeah. put it on, man. That's, that's like he's got good songs. It. Like you, rem- you remember them. Like you, you, you would jam. I would jam to a Ja Rule song over an old school Eminem song. Like I'll zone out just to because I appreciate Eminem music so much. But you wouldn't hear the real Slim Shady in the club over. Remember, girl, put it on, man. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like the, the thing is, the reason why people see it as he completely died is because Ja Rule was on top of his game on top of the he was mm, number one thing, he was yeah. on top of the world at that point and then when he got dissed by them that's when shit he, he hasn't been the same since yeah like he had but hits, the thing like, the funny thing is in the club they'll like a dj will drop by ja rule song he's got hits for days right so many hits and people know the words word for word type thing how many general general pop general public if an Eminem song drops, aside from like "Lose Yourself" and other shit, you know, there's not many songs people would sing along to, like in a happy in a happy party feel good vibe. You know what I mean? But yeah. Ja Rule that's songs, the whole commercial appeal. Dance to that. You'll dance. Yeah, you, yeah, you, and that's what I mean. Like with when I just compare our song that "I Love You, Babe," as cheesy and shit it is compared to the lyrical miracles um, and we've got a lot of really good lyrical songs these are the ones that we get remembered by if there's anyone that remembers us from that era you know what i mean because it's Definitely. um it's like, feel good it sounds good you can sing along to you, that was that was the cheesiest verse you've ever rapped but i think i can actually i think i can i've memorized your verse i don't memorize my own verses but i know your <laughs> verse in my dream team girl it's you and i <laughs> To by my side, I get on the high. Stupid Cupid did this, you know. <laughs> yeah, Very cool, man. it's it's crazy that that it's all about the feeling in terms of mainstream appeal, simplicity, and feel good. Simplicity, They're all things feel good. Just good music. Yeah. It just sounds good, and I miss that sometimes. Yeah. And yeah. back then, we weren't trying to be lyrical miracle. I think sometimes it was good to have the mindset state of like i w- i really want to write Just make some what good I music w- that people want to vibe to and that's what i used that's all i used to go by before if you notice too like it was all about would i like to listen to it? you know what i think ruins things when you actually become it does that make sense because when you mean? become a master of you can relate to this maybe not in a bad way but when you know too much of something it ruins it. Okay. We okay, went I get, from, I get you now. We went from hip-hop fans. I just love so much music. But once you know it, because you know the technicality, you know the process to make music, and we really went nose deep into, like, lyrical miracle stage. Like, we were just like, nah, we don't listen to that pop shit. But now I'm like, yeah, I kind of do. I like that stuff too. But you dismiss a lot of the other stuff because you're just more into your... And I think that's for you, the same thing you say, there's certain movies you can't appreciate as much anymore because you know the technical aspect of movie production. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if that's the case, but I know some people will will get to that point. And I know, like, this is like, you can relate this to any sort of profession. I was talking to my friend, she's a scientist, and I was like, I was going on about, like, brain chemistry. Like, oh, is it true? Like, we only use 10% of our brain, so, like, Man, is it, like I wonder if like we have superpowers or we in like years if we 
evolve we can like do telekinesis and she full shut it down it's like no because she's in like a brain she's like a neuroscientist so it's like no it's a it's a that's a complete false rumor like we use 100 <laughs> percent of our brain she shut down the idea and i was like oh well it sucks it shut down that whole fun thing i had in my mind that we could be living as mutants and she's like yeah like being in this industry ruined it for me i just i cringe whenever i hear people talk about this stuff but she's aware of it like you know at one stage maybe it was fun but now it's like i know too much i'm woke i'm so woke <laughs> ignorance is bliss like you gotta <laughs> sometimes not know too many things like if we knew a lot of, about the world and have a knowledge of what we're talking about then Boring this podcast, podcast wouldn't be as fun as it is Boring. You know? no it would be so shit <laughs> it's so terrible imagine if we had yeah, imagine if like no nope, no nope, this is what it is imagine if don yeah. came in and he knew a lot about it'd everything. be that guy that just like ruins things and we're just like well yeah great we'll be, just, we'll, be, we'll be to be this podcast that debunks everything all fun like we would have these fun conversations and then don would be like nah it's really no. this you was wrong. You was wrong. <laughs> then like, that's not fun. I like to conspire about everything. Sometimes just not knowing. <laughs> just drop him from this show. Fun. <laughs> it can be ignorant, but, you know, it's entertaining. At the end of the day, we want to be entertained by things. That's why we are more curious. When you're curious, you you're a bit more entertained than when you already know. Yep. Absolutely. But like, you know, I agree. I, coming coming to your point, do you believe that mainstream let's 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 be artists, sorry. Mainstream creatives are the ones that really change the world, not the ones who are the master at their craft. Like say the Will Smiths are the mm. of rap are the ones who create change or the ones like the say Pitbull or Florida because they're the ones who have the connection to the kids. Like, you listen to everyone's first, like, if you ask anyone who raps, even the famous ones, who's the first rapper that you heard and how did you get into rap? And it's usually someone that we think oh, that Will is Smith. mainstream. Like, well, Will Smith, getting jiggy with it. Or say, yeah. when it's the Fresh Prince. It's, it's segues. Like, they're, they're like entry level. You know how there's like yeah. entry level equipment? Like with weights, right? I bought a, a, a weight set and um, the other day because I want to get into fitness again. And then I realized like there's, there's levels of weights, you know, you can get vinyl weights and you can get iron, iron, what is it? Iron cast. And I was like, what the fuck's the difference? I don't know why it was one more, one is more um, expensive than the other, but you get less weight and kind of thing. And then I started researching it a bit more and I realized why one is over the other kind of thing i went for vinyl because it's beginner you know like like i just realized like this is for me this is my entry point i don't want to go straight into it kind of thing and i think you can treat music that way as well like you know you, you go to your will smiths and your pitbull it's like you just get a feel for it you can sing along to it learn to write a beat it's everyone knows a song so you can all yeah i, I listen to rap because i listen to pitbull or something you know and it's once you become like a real like invested into it you start digging the crates and I think we progressed because I think, yeah, while Will Smith, it was a bit more, that's what you see. That's what you're exposed to because commercialized, that's what they'll play on TV, right? And then the radio. 
And because of that, it connects to the next things. And then that's when I sort of discovered like West Coast hip hop. I was mind blown when I started hearing like Dr. Dre, Snoop. And I'm like, fuck, this is so like, it's so bad, but it's like a, it's like um, a guilty pleasure because it's not something you'd blast on your speakers. That's some shit I'd be listening to on my headphones because I didn't want to let my parents hear that I'm listening to this really foul gangster rap. And then like from there it progressed because obviously even like now that we like like appreciate and even make rap music that was that phase did you get into new york hip-hop first or west coast because i went to new york after because then i discovered the greatness of like like how lyrical 90s hip-hop was it was just different before i couldn't get into it all the commons all the Mm. most deaths even biggie i wasn't a big fan i was more into Dr. Dre and Snoop because it was more entry level in a sense that it just flowed better. It was it was more basic. I, f- I felt like I liked it more just sonically, if that makes sense. And then I transitioned yes. to like East Coast rap because then I was like, I appreciate bars now. I get multis. I get I get what they're doing and how technical they are on a bar on a verse. Before I used to even think rappers like Common and Kwali like. They can't even, they sound shit. They're like not on beat. Like I actually thought my mind saw the their rhyme patterns as off beat and like, why are they ri- like not rhyming the same word after the same word? And I didn't realize the beauty of that kind of thing. Anyway, yeah. got a bit of <laughs> nah. But you get what yeah, I mean? I started off with Will Smith straight up, like getting jiggy with Will it. Will Smith, easy. And, and then yeah. after that, I got into more... I think the next big rapper I got into was Ja Rule, taking it back to our conversation. <laughs> because he was there. He was popping everywhere. Like, you see him, his music. Yeah, and I was like, this guy has music I can memorize. <sighs> and then it moved and on. And you liked it. Because, you know, we're, we were teenagers too. So testosterone yeah. and endorphins. Like, love, like, you know, crushing, like, first experiences, talking to girls. So, obviously, like, the music was all that Nelly shit and... Ja Rule just really cheesy shit there was an era of that definitely like I think the point of this conversation is like you gotta appreciate the mainstream acts <laughs> they are a gateway mm. to someone they're that the segue into the bigger picture into the yeah, bigger picture yeah. they created the, the Kendrick Lamar's and the you know the, the the mainstream rap is the gateway like you can't really see a child yeah, can't deny it, no. getting into hip-hop through straight up let's let's start in the 90s era or something unless we're talking we're talking our era yeah yeah this yeah, era, era would be a bit different great yes. great actually this is another one shout outs to my cousin i'm like one of my cousins here he's quite young i remember when i first got to london and he said like oh yeah i'm i'm just um his entry level was kanye well, not really. I don't know if that was his entry level. But I was just surprised of the generational gap. He was going backwards, like how we went backwards with music. Because I started with Will, then Eminem, and I went back catalog. He started on, like, I don't know, Dark Twisted Fantasy or some shit. And now he's doing his, like, going back on the ones that we listened to from the start, like College Dropout, Graduation, Late Registration. And it's like, oh, you haven't, like, I was... It was just amazing seeing that because it just reminded me of me back cataloging and segueing into thing. And you'd have to say, like, in this day and age, like, if you're a kid and you just get into hip-hop. I don't know about Kanye. Maybe just at that time because Kanye was dropping a bit more. Kanye disappeared. But he would have been one of those mainstream figures 
because he's just a he's a uh, household name. Like my mum knows Kanye. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like back then when my when my mum knew Will Smith because he was that big, and that was like that segue into it. Yeah, I thought that was like, interesting. I was like, "Oh wow, yeah. Kanye!" Yeah, and I was like, "Man, yeah, well, and I'm that's I a good, like an old head." Start. Like, yeah, that was my day. That was my old day. Yeah, that that is a good start, Kanye. That is a good but start. But he's a segue. Like, he's another segue guy. He's a yeah. He's like, part of the a kid these days. They're now. not gonna yeah, yeah. Because because like, a kid these days, like pretends like a kid that's twelve or something that's just getting into hip hop. What's on the radio for hip hop? Like, yeah, you got your like little Zans. You got all those guys. You got your Kendricks and stuff, and that'll link to eventually, like, yeah, Kanye, Eminem. Definitely, like, you can listen. Even Eminem, I think Eminem people Eminem are listening to say, like, a Pitbull song now. I don't know who's the Pitbull of um this generation now. I'm trying to think, but I really it's I don't have like, to like radio and nine and Lil Pump and shit and Lil Zan. I don't even hear their songs there, so I don't know how popular they are. Like, I don't yeah, listen to got the radio. Think. That's the thing. The the landscape has changed too because the platforms yeah. of listening like we're just so old now in a sense that it's not really even radio like i don't listen to the radio it's more so social media really when something drops it's just straight to the youtube on the phones and on the twitter facebook instagram that's how the the attention is for sourcing music yeah so i think when we when we like when i say i don't even i'm trying to like i'm like i don't see lil zen lil pump but they're obviously the names that get thrown around but maybe because the way that information is fed to the bigger scale general public is through these channels or like social media channels. And I don't follow them, so I don't know like any of their songs. Like, you know, 21 Savage, all that shit. Mm. You don't like, hear them on the radio, yeah. but I guess their their aim is like, well, they're big for a reason, but they don't rely on like, you know, traditional sources yeah. of promoting. So it's just the landscape has changed as well. Wow, yeah. so well. like even kids, kids nowadays because we're we're talking we're going to be mainly ta- talking about the kids growing up because that's how we found music, and they're gonna find a way to find music. And now everything's all iPad. Mm. Like when they're three, they're playing with iPads, and yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy. Like you never know that an underground artist could be the gateway for a. Uh, a kid to discover hip hop like a, a, a fellow kid like you could mm. or you can even from another country like you probably find that because hip hop's so global a kid could look in the internet and find like say uh, a grime artist as their gateway into hip hop and now they're just into mm. grime it's so open yeah it's so, not like yeah long gone are the days where the media platforms controls what your segue is because before for sure there's no other way like there wasn't even internet or there was but barely if you had 56k modem but the that the, the ableness to search for things was a lot harder but before directly they had so much control like they pump Eminem or Ja Rule on the radio and you had no choice you know there was no choice for yeah. me I couldn't find any other and now there's too much choice now way too, too much, much choice, choice. everywhere now there's different styles of hip-hop before it was mainly east west and then and the south everywhere grew, and then Down south and now there's grime and there's now trap it just became mm. a huge genre than it was before and 
music is just growing like you never know maybe a new genre will pop up and they'll be that gateway to what type of music they like and it just goes on from there and there yeah yeah that's amazing gateway (laughs) the gateway that's crazy man we've covered a lot of shit here man this is like this is real homage to our start indeed indeed because like we used to talk about hip-hop a lot i realized that ever since the rebrand hip-hop has been talked less more so than what it was the first 20 episodes where it was pretty much nearly every episode we were talking about how we were rappers but like, it, it's been a while so it's it, it's okay so it's not too bad yeah yeah we could do a one-off this a is a one-off <laughs> yeah but yeah, um, let's do. Let's make this a short one, and we'll go straight into the Chico. Yeah, stack. keep it short. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just for everyone. Oh, I want to. Just yeah, let's let's keep it short and sweet. All right. So, why don't you introduce us your pick for the Chico to you know what? for this it's, week? Uh, it's great because it's quite relatable. I'm, not, I'm. It's not an old school song. It's not a segue song. But like, um, this song is by. Which I assume is going to be a segue for new kids getting into hip hop, but it's um it's Rich Chigger, you know Rich Chigger. Oh yeah, Rich and Brian. Rich Brian, sorry, changed his name in from eighty eight oh, rising. Okay, it's called History. I like this kid, man. Like going back to it, like um, when he came out, it was just you know you couldn't take him seriously with that um what's that song he did the. You know uh, it's, it, it's a mental blank at the moment. Yeah, but you know what I'm talking about. But this, um, yeah, I know what you're famous about. for. Yeah, he's actually really dope, eh? Like his beat choices. He's kind of got the Tyler vibe, but he he can rap. But it's not lyrical, like in a sense, like oh wow, he's amazing. But he knows, um, he knows he's in tune with what sounds good, and he's actually got really good songs, eh? Like I can't deny how good he is. Yeah, there it is. That stick was his original one. Sorry, keep the song playing then. We got history. Got me feeling hey. when you look at me. It's good, huh? English is his second language too. He's just in tune with it, you know? He's not trying to be... It's good, huh? I was surprised. And dude, Raph, if you listen to his album, it's actually really good. I think this is new. I heard it on... um, I don't even know where I heard it. Someone was playing it on YouTube and... I don't know. I was like, oh shit. He's He's still going. But dude, if you listen to his album, it's really good. Um, and I'm telling you, he's got like a real Tyler vibe with some of his more melodic type songs. Yeah. There's another song. Oh, um, it's called Okay, Cold. that was History that by 88 Rising oh, yeah. and Rich Brian. 
which oh, probably no, that's pretty fun. dope i'll, I'll yeah. pretty much check it check out the rest of that yeah yeah check them out and that's what i mean segue now i'm being segued into this like new generation of rap because i've been out of it so even for the people that had a tune with what's going that's on crazy. these days you can get into it Okay, anyway, well, my pick for the Chico to Stash is a song, I'm trying to find it right now, is a song by Carl Dion, and it's called Not All The Way. Not All The Way. Not All The Way. Play it and... So it's got that groove that I love. Yeah, got the cleaning house vibe. Something that you can clean your house to. I'm cool. It's pretty much a song about not being an easy person to get. Make me, you know, make me work for it. And that was Ooh. Not All The Way by Kyle Dion. All right. So that's on the that stash. has been a that's flashback. On the stash. I'll listen to that later. Yeah. So that's yeah. been a flashback episode or a take it back episode of the Cheat Coders. Um, was there any last words that you wanted to say, Nats, before we move on to our normal Me, You, Don segments? <laughs> trifecta. Um, the trifecta? No, no. Just... Uh, Shout outs to everybody. Thanks for listening. One year next year of doing Yeah, man. This. It's so fitting that we we'll had this type of episode before our birthday, you know? The I like that idea. You know, we'll, um, I like that. We'll get a list. And if you're listening or if you're not listening and you've been on our show, shame because we're going to call you. So this is a pre-warning right now. But we're going to give you a call. <laughs> we're going to give you a call. And, and then we'll hopefully and, you'll answer and, and we'll have a prepared, small conversation if you don't answer shame shame anyway <laughs> you have any words alright on that note <laughs> this has been another episode of The Cheat Coders <laughs> <laughs>